2: You are listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ, and KPRZ. I am David Ross along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Ken has the day off. Good morning, gentlemen.
3: Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Back, how are you?
2: I'm good. I got to sleep early. I slept well. Good. And I woke up to clear skies, Venus in the eastern sky.
3: It was crystal clear
2: until I headed west.
3: Same. Although I went to bed a little late because we were at the shell last night, but
2: and the shell was good.
3: The shell was good. We were obviously concerned with weather because it was raining when we were getting ready to go down there, but it turned out to be a lovely evening. So, worked out well.
2: Excellent. You must be old.
3: I am very old.
2: You, you said two things in that sentence that would mean you were old. One lovely, was lovely evening. It, one was lovely evening, okay. One, two phrases, and the other was we were concerned about the weather.
3: Well, I <laughs> am the oldest man in the room right now. So actually, I'm always the oldest man in the room, so never mind.
2: Okay. <laughs> but it was really, really nice, clear, clear. Um, I think one of my neighbor's dogs somebody got skunked this morning, right Ooh. right as I was getting ready to leave, but I didn't hear any noise, so I don't know what the animal was. But as I headed west, the overcast started showing up. And I had mentioned to you guys that the the lower the fog layer was right at the top of Mount Helix and so Mount Helix was illuminated, the cross was illuminated, but it was it was glowing and it it, it was striking. Driving past that on neat. the 125 North yeah. this morning in the dark, it looked really neat. And I'm not used to seeing it like that. It's either above or below, not but in not America. right there. Right? It was right there. And we had a. How did you like your weather yesterday? Did it you was, guys enjoy it? Yeah, I it did.
3: It's welcome. I, I expect mean,
2: expect the rain, but yeah,
3: yeah. As much as I, you know, complain about the clouds and the dampness right. and stuff, we, I, I like having that moisture in the air. We need it, and it's kept me from having to turn my sprinklers so on. How, so
2: how how many weeks do we not have to water after that? Downpour, that <laughs> deluge yesterday. They're talking about the East Coast and that tropical storm, but we had our own here.
3: Well, yeah, it was how much? Like I would guess a hundred or two. Yeah, I was gonna one? say one. Yeah. It didn't count for anything other than wetting anything. the soil. But again, it, it cools it cools the plant the plants and therefore you you know you and can it go, decreases their use right, of water. So you can go you know an extra day or two. But you know we actually turned off our sprinklers about two weeks ago for. Most of the fruit trees, anything that's new, we're hand watering, but everything else has been off for a while.
2: I, the tropical storm when it came through gave us a really yeah, it good did. boost, it did. and then the mild weather. You know, normally we're having Santa Annas and right. eighty plus degree days, and the the dry wind dries out the plants. But we haven't had any of that so far. And knock on knock your on head, wood, right? um, and we're supposed to have a. It's warming up a little bit. Tomorrow through, I think, Tuesday, cool. but into the upper 70s, low 80s, yeah, just mild. Not bad at all, yeah. And then cool down again next weekend with a chance for precipitation next weekend. I'm pretty excited about it. I did water. Uh, my soil is very porous. And which is a good
4: thing. It's a good typically, thing. Typically,
2: yes. I, I think and I not... have mulched.
3: Right, which is, obviously, we, we can't overemphasize that.
2: But I tested my new soaker hose and... It seems to work well. It's soaking? It was soaking, well, good. yes. Um, do we have any classes coming up?
3: We do. Today, speaking of water, that's a nice segue. Oh, wait. Bef-
2: yeah, go ahead. I go ahead. already
3: started. So at 9 o'clock in San Diego, it's Water Saving Techniques with James. And in Poway at 9.30, it is Organic Insect Control with me.
4: Oh, very good. Who's
2: me? Me.
3: George.
0: George. Oh, you. Uh, Mark, Mark,
4: I'm
2: had it. Mark knew who it was. Yeah. yeah well, all right. I'm not as smart as Mark. I think everybody in the room knows that. Mm.
3: Everybody outside the room knows that. Yeah, everybody. Um, everybody knows that. <laughs> and next week in San Diego, it's at nine o'clock. Fall and winter vegetable gardening with Chuck McClung, our local author. And at nine thirty, uh, Poway, we have autumn fruit tree care with Richard Wright. So, lots of good classes coming up the next two weeks. Excellent. So, you all right? So speaking of watering, yes, sir. We our bougainvillea. You've been up to the house. You know we have a large, large complement of, of bougainvillea along our fence line. Yes, they have not been watered since July of last year with, you know, irrigation that we've put on.
2: I'm going to semi dispute that.
3: I water that I have put on.
2: I'm going to semi dispute that. Okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm, go ahead. I'm ready. I'm going to submit to you that they're getting water. You just don't know where from. I,
3: I, I fully agree, but I have not turned any of the systems on that are dedicated to the Bougainvillea.
2: Okay, so um, where do you think the water's coming from? It's from at the, another... They're at
3: the lowest part of the property, but there are no trees of any kind that are close to it. So they're not, you know, they...
2: Maybe the gopher holes are taken. Actually, the squirrel tunnels,
3: are, tunnels might be it.
2: Might be. Yeah. But we traditionally only
3: water them in July once okay. and August once because they're they're very well established. Okay. But this year okay. we haven't had to because of the the rains. Because we, we had. had
2: timely yeah. rains. I want. I, I'm going to put in an order for more rain. One tropical storm I, per month.
3: That would be nice, you know, but at in least the, one in the, the summer. summer would be yeah, wonderful. One,
2: actually, it turned out to be wonderful. Now, did we have a new arrival in town last evening? 1155 or we something did. like that? We did, 1150.
3: 1150. 1150. We, we have autumn arrived last night in San Diego at 1150.
2: Did you did you did you notice that down at the
3: shell? We got home just before that, and I I went to sleep. Uh, you know, before that happened,
2: so you didn't. You I didn't, didn't see, see that. It. I
3: didn't watch the. Did they do fireworks? How do they announce that?
2: I well, I don't know, but we were about. We've turned over two hours of of our daylight Roughly, to yeah. the dark side. Is to that the correct? The dark side, yes. And and we've give
3: what well, we didn't. Really, we gave it to Australia and the folks down under. Which was darker it. before, right? Yeah, they're gaining it. Okay,
2: so, and how many more? now through the
3: I I don't know. Oh, I thought you were No, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> it's no. going to get it's going we're going to lose a little bit of time every day between now and December 21st.
2: I guess you're not paying attention. Today the part of David will be played by George. <laughs> um, everything okay. I was really yeah. counting on you for that, but I'm okay. Yeah. Have you been harvesting anything?
3: Uh, we I think we just took the last of the tomatoes. Out of the garden. And uh, we still have a large quantity of peppers available. A couple of watermelons left. And that
2: watermelon you brought into work was delish. Thank you they, very they much. They
3: turned out really well this year. Uh, and as far as fruit goes, what do you have left on your trees?
2: Okay. Well, the figs have been really good. Yeah. The uh, No,
3: that's figs without any extra protein. I was going to say... Figs without i
2: I'm looking. Yeah. I have never spent so much time looking inside of a I, half a fig before in my I, life. I, I
3: cut each one open and, and look. wait for something to move before I ingest it.
2: Yeah. I, I guess that's probably the prudent course of action. I bite into it and look at the other half. And I figure if there's nothing moving around in there, then it's okay. If there's
3: nothing in my hand moving or in and, my mouth moving, I'm okay. Yeah, and
2: sometimes I will break them right. apart, but cutting them well, is Well, way... that's
3: when I bring... A bunch in the house. But when I'm outside I similarly I just kinda break it and look and see if anything's moved. But like you once you said a couple weeks ago, you never noticed how much the inside of a fig looks like it could be fly larvae I of an you know.
2: Absolutely. The strands, the yeah. strings, whatever you want to call it, the, the tentacles yeah, that are so attaching you, the seed to the to the skin.
3: Yeah, when you first open it and it's settling, things are moving. Like is that. Yeah, is I that stare alive? at
2: those for <laughs> five or ten seconds to see if they move.
3: Right. I'm doing the same thing. So But pomegranates are coming in shortly. Juju bees are coming in.
2: I had my first pomegranate yesterday. It wasn't even close to ripe, but it was on the ground. And I just wanted to trim it because the whole branch was dragged down by those. And I figured they're going to rot on the ground if I leave them there. And it was edible. It was tart. There was juice in the arils. There was not... um, it wasn't great, but it certainly didn't have to be just thrown away. So I had my first. Nice. That was a. Do you remember whether the wonderful was the tree up top or the?
3: Oh, at your place? Yeah. No, I don't remember.
2: I had it off the top tree, and I was. I still have the tag. I put it on the tree somewhere else, and I don't think I've pruned off that that label yet. So, do you,
3: do you have apples coming in yet?
2: I do have a few. My espaliered apple is kind of under the canopy it's still in its container under the canopy of the pomegranate
3: is that the same one that you that i had the one that we got together that was the high chill
2: yes okay and it has well it had i i don't i used to be able to see it but now that the fruit is developing on the pomegranate it's bringing down the canopy of the tree so it it shades and a lot including that tree it did have a bunch of apples on at least one of the branches I've had a few apples off of uh, off of different areas, but I don't know what's on it.
3: If it's like mine, it, the um, galas were very prolific this year, as were the Fugees, uh, and Gravenstein's a few, and tons of Yellow Delicious on there.
5: And that might be...
3: The lower branches. Were, I'll have you know. to, I'll anyway, have to look. Anyway, we've been eating the galas right now, and they're delicious. They're coming out really well.
2: I have Concord grapes that the rats have left me a few of. I have a few ladyfinger grapes. I haven't been picking the whole bunches every night. When I go down to lock up the chickens, I go take a few grapes and they've been good. I have one pink lady apple on the tree. It's not even close to ripe. Um, I, I, but the figs and the pomegranates are coming.
3: Yeah, those will be up here soon. But we still have a large number of apples, particularly the uh, King David. I sent you a photograph of the King David. And I told you, just call me David. Just call me, call David. me David, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, that is a gorgeous-looking apple. It's dark, dark red. And that tree has been it, – it's still a relatively small tree. I think when we first got him in at the nursery, I, it, I called it Prince David because it was this little whip of a stick. Uh, and it's still a kind whippersnapper? of a little tiny thing, but it is uh, – just covered in fruit. It's doing really it well. It looks
2: really good. And I should uh, have a King David apple, which I do not. What do you think it is pollinated by?
3: I have a pink lady. We have a pink lady on the other side of the yard. There's a Gordon nearby. I don't think it's getting pollinated by that. But then the espalier is relatively close with oh, six asked. different apples on it. so.
2: And they they should bloom at this. Right One right of right. them should bloom yeah, at the same there. time. Yeah.
3: Anyway, so apples, pomegranates, figs, jujubes right now.
2: Oh, I need to go look at my bee. Thank you for reminding me. It's up I'm in the back, help. and i I made progress last week. I you didn't see the mark across my lip from <laughs> I, I was trimming. I have not spent as much time in the backyard in the upper portions of the backyard okay. clearing debris, and I must have gone across. I think it was it was either a citrus branch or a lantana stem gave me a nice two inch. What did it look like? A pirate scar or
5: it, yeah, it, it looked, looked like, like
2: a pirate like, eye scar across my lower lip, right? Correct. Would that? Yeah, that's fair. That'd yeah. be a good description. And
3: it, it was it was only there for a day and a half, two days. It yeah. cleared right up. That
2: face heals very quickly. It, oh, yes. That's a good thing.
3: Um what, just one last thing because my beautiful bride just reminded me. We have persimmons. We have several persimmons tree, persimmon trees. You're so not harvesting them yet. No, but they are, I said coming in. Those are almost ripe. And I had to put it, the standard fence that we've talked about to keep the coyotes. I up.
2: appreciate her reminding you because me, I have some as well. You're right. Thank you. Um, jujubee is up top and I know it has suckered. Do you have any suckers on your jujubee? Just,
3: just one. The GA 866 seems to sucker more than the uh, sugar cane.
2: And I get fruit off of the sucker. As do I. And they're small, but they're still edible.
3: I view it as an additional potential pollinator. Oh, is that how you look at it? Yeah.
2: Well, I have one other tree that is giving me fruit right now, which is not one that you would expect me to be getting fruit from. But because of the time... You're going to have to stick around (laughs) to find out what that fruit is. There's a grab. If you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. You are listening to Garden Talk on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a quick break and be back right after this. With more Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ, and KPRZ, I am David Ross along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Ken is off today. If you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Before we went into the break, I was withholding <laughs> a key piece of late-season fruit. And George guessed incorrectly that it was citrus. C- citrus? Huh. Yeah, Mark... Didn't care, but, you know, it's all good, right? My fair-time peaches.
3: Oh, okay. Okay.
2: They're just ripening, and they're not the best
3: peaches in the world. But they're a peach you're getting in almost October. They're
2: a pretty good peach for... That's right. We are at at late mid-September, are we not?
3: We are late, We are in late
2: mid-September.
3: Autumn. It's autumn. We're hours into autumn now, and you're still harvesting peaches. That's and I'm awesome. still
2: harvesting peaches—the ones that the rats don't get. I think it's rats because they more of them end up on the ground overnight. But speaking of which, there is one fewer I noticed this morning on my way to let out the chickens. Oh, good. That will not be eating any peaches off my tree.
3: That's a good thing.
2: But I forgot about citrus, and I still have one, a few. Mandarins. My pixie mandarin. My W Mercot, or is it just Mercot? I don't know. It's W Mercot. It is, yeah. but it's not W Mercot Alfur, or maybe it is. I think that's what Mercot is short for.
3: What, what kind of what is that? What kind of fruit is that? It's for a tangerine. That, okay.
2: I mean, for that's a mandarin. Okay, and it is very similar to the tango, only it has seeds. That's how I would best describe it.
3: I think the only thing left in our citrus collection for this season are a few Valencia that we haven't taken off yet. And that's it.
2: And my, there are some tangos that are turning yellow, which seems to me that it's either late or early. And I'm going to try one this weekend to see if it's, it's, if it's edible yet. It is
3: fun. to. I mean, I, we love going out walking around and harvesting and eating. And, and I forgot passion fruits. So we have passion fruit falling on the ground daily now. <laughs>
2: I have a passion fruit blooming, and it's one-gallon can growing through the fence uh, <laughs> that I haven't planted yet.
3: So you do most of your gardening in containers, do you, David? Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> you should be I teaching need, the container classes.
2: I need to get it planted. My daughters are angry that I don't have – passion fruit vines are relatively short-lived. And right. when they were kids, we had two enormous ones that gave us – edible fruit almost year round. It's a really long season when the plants get big. And when they ask for care packages, that's one of the things that they're not as excited about the avocados, which is crazy, but they want passion fruit.
4: Send some fruit. And I don't yeah. and
2: I don't have any. So they were displeased. Audrey especially was displeased that I didn't have that. So I have it now.
4: Just haven't planted it. Now
2: I just need to plant it.
3: And just out of curiosity, Reg. how how long Have you had that plant in a container?
2: Only, this one's short, only about a month. Oh, okay. Maybe, no, probably about a month. And it's grown three or four feet. It's grown through the gate and it's blooming. And I'm going to have to cut it off of the gate because it has the tendrils that have attached it to it. But there's a good warm fence right below. And I'm hesitant because it's going to be on the fence. And it's chain link on my side, and my neighbors have a wooden panel on the other side. And so there's a space there between the wood and the chain link, which is going to be a perfect place for?
3: Those rats. To the the right rats here. to get hang right in out there and, and get eat it. all of my yep. fruit. Yeah.
2: But it's still, it's a pretty good place to plant it. It's a really warm southern exposure fence, and I'm going to do it anyway, but it's going to limit the amount of fruit that I get. Or give me more things to do with my yeah. or, spare time.
3: Or plant more and give some to the rats and the rest can be yours. I don't exactly. need to plant
2: more. A, a passion vine, if it's total, happy, right. will take, it'll grow probably 30 to 40 feet in oh, total length a in a couple yeah, of, yes, two absolutely. to three years. Yeah. So.
3: And they're very prolific.
2: Okay. So you're okay with that? I'm
3: okay with that. Hmm. Yeah. As long as you're willing to share a few or a lot.
2: With you or with my kids? Well, no,
3: with the, well, I was thinking more Remember. with the rats, with the rodents.
2: Yeah, I am kind of surprised at myself because the, I think the fruit's delicious, especially on top of vanilla ice cream.
3: Ice cream, yogurt, um, cereal. Oh, no,
2: don't get healthy on me. Well, ice just... cream, vanilla bean.
3: <laughs> it also, and I think Ken talked about it, it makes a good tea. Some honey and, and hot water and just the, a couple passion fruit insides. Delicious cool. tea.
2: Way, way, way back when, when we were doing television, I went on air and showed that. And I had mentioned that our favorite at the Ross household was Dryers Vanilla Bean Ice Cream. And a couple of weeks later, somebody from Dryers brought me or gave me or mailed me a couple of certificates for a couple of free, That's what I think were water. quarts at the time. Now they're one and a half Pints? somethings. Or, yeah. But anyway, um, Gosh, it's good, the tart and the crunch of the seeds. Now, do you guys – I love the crunch of the seeds. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, are you I guys would, good with that? Because a lot of people, absolutely. they want yeah. to strain that out. That's No,
3: it's the no, that's part of the like fruit.
4: The
2: seed, yeah. And it's probably really good for you.
3: Right. I would think so. Yeah. Or not. No, I, I think it's it is. it has got to be. Uh, it is. It's got to it help. It is. It's good for you.
2: Yes. Thank you very much. Now, with the arrival of autumn a few hours ago, are you switching over your veggies to – are you – to your uh, autumn plants
3: capri was working in the garden two days ago where she started clearing out all the old stuff that was declining and you know ending like some of the tomatoes and such so the short answer is yes we're in preparation to start putting our fall well that just
2: opens up all sorts of other questions she's allowed down in your garden (laughs) our garden exactly
3: our i I get to do the production part she gets to keep it tidy she loves a tidy garden
2: and you're okay she's she's She tidies in the same well, not the same mindset. We're getting, we're
3: we're growing together in that. Interesting, interesting,
2: great Uh, answer. That is now. Your garden is on the north side of the house, and it's on a north-facing slope, kind of, or northwest-facing slope. Yeah,
3: slight slope, right?
2: And you've got that big pepper tree there. Does it get enough sun in the winter? It,
3: It does, yeah. Um, the f- it the seems like it'd be really south. shady down there, and things yeah. wouldn't. Yeah, it, it it works well those and all of those fruit trees that are on the south side of that fence line where the garden is. They are all deciduous, so you know additional sun comes doesn't, through. doesn't bother. No, yeah. it, it's, I would it's think adequate. you would have
2: to move further down. North. Yes, yeah.
3: no, it, it works well for a winter to crop. It's actually sh- too hot sometimes in the summer, but it works really well in the winter. We get, I, we do. In fact, I, I think I've shared this many times. I prefer the winter garden. It's much easier, less watering, less care. So, I, I love putting a winter garden in, and it thrives right there.
2: I'm giving you a blank stare because maybe I should do one. I need a garden that requires less because yeah. I am really good. I'm all about less.
3: I didn't notice any difference in the stare. I, that's oh, that the stare same is blank stare. Common.
2: Mark Mahadey? Yes. Uh, we all make fun of David Ross for taking things home and not planting them, do we not? We all well, participate. Yeah. You participate in that, don't you? Yeah. Um, This morning.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: When I was at your house,
4: mm-hmm.
2: I noticed in the bed right next to the door. Right. Did I not see a bunch of vegetables been in there pots? For a while, yes. Yeah. Were they not there two or three weeks ago? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. About when I got them. Yeah.
2: Um, are you
4: subscribing to the David Ross method of gardening well, and not, leaving things in pots? I mean. It seems like I am, but uh, that—that's certainly not my intention. But yeah, I, I well, guess. Well, I would
3: argue that it's not David's intention either. He purchases point. things with the intent of bringing them home and planting them, or yeah. using them on the crops, and it just doesn't happen. Yeah. So
2: I, I appreciate this, George, but I can defend myself. <laughs> yeah. Sheesh. Sorry, is that okay to say?
4: Of course, yeah, because it's true.
2: Okay, can I put you on the spot? Sure. I mean, more on the spot you going to commit to getting implanted this week? Yeah, yeah,
4: that, that's my goal. You were there.
2: waiting for the Blue Angels to fly over and bless them. Exactly. Is that correct? Yeah. And now that did they go right over your house? Right over the house, yeah. It's, Isn't that amazing? Well you really have two is. more days of that.
4: It's so, great. Yeah, it's, I love the sound of that. Freedom, baby.
0: Freedom.
2: <laughs> it's funny you should say that. I was walking out of the beach at Coronado once many years ago. It was a night. We were at a party down right at the... End of the runway at the that follows the beach at Coronado. The okay, whatever that runway is called, you could probably tell me what that runway is called.
3: I, I don't remember what number, but yes.
2: Anyway, um, and somebody was complaining about the loud jets going overhead, and I did mouth off. Probably, you know,
4: <laughs> David Ross like
2: David Ross liked it. That, that was the sound, the sound of, freedom of freedom going overhead. I thank you for reminding me of that wonderful thing. I need to get some of those plants into the ground, the the winter veggies, and actually I need to get them home and, then, and set them by the side of the garage. And then
3: next week we'll talk about what you're when you're going to plant. Yeah, things. exactly. You
2: know what I did do this last week? I I had a old hose, and it was folded and bent, and unless I pulled it all the way out, it would water wouldn't flow through. It right. was so kinked because it was the exterior was totally cracked, and it would. Just, right. I finally got a new hose. I got a new hose and I threw that one away.
4: I know how difficult it is for you to get rid of things.
2: I know. I have jeans with holes in them, <laughs> hoses with holes in them.
3: Heads with holes in them. <laughs> well,
2: where there's no sense, there's no feeling. <laughs> I was taught on many occasions. Um, but I cannot believe how much time I wasted. Yeah. With that, trying to pull that hose straight, and then knocking stuff over with that hose, and, stuff and it was—it's just so ridiculous. Why are you? It, it, why it, no,
3: I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in concert with you here. It, it just becomes inertia. You're doing something; it's there. You, you know, maybe next time I, I need to replace this. I need right. to. Replace On mañana time. Yeah, exactly. I understand fully. I'm very. Similar in many ways,
2: and I get mad at the hose, right? Like, right, and I get mad at everything around it,
3: but not you. You don't get it's mad. Gotten, at it has
2: <laughs> nothing to do with me, right? And it was just so stupid. It makes so life so much easier to, yeah, take care of these things and to let them do what they're supposed to do.
4: Uh, yeah.
2: Anyway, it was an epiphany for me. It was a big, big moment. I Just told you I, hood a, I hooked up that soaker hose. Right. When I did turn on the hose, it blew apart the seam in the in the hose that was feeding it. So I in, did not get a new hose for that. I got a new hose mender and cursed it a few times before it went back together again. But it worked. And
3: what? So now you can get back to having healthy plants.
2: Yeah. The, the watering thing is important. And it was... The citrus in that loose soil, it does need more frequent watering, but I did put down a thick layer of mulch a couple of months ago, and it has made a huge difference. And as soon as that happened, in addition to having the late season, we also then had the The rain, the flush of new growth. Oh, yeah. All of the new growth, which Which
3: we need to talk about when we come back. Yeah,
2: because of all that new growth on citrus was an issue. You are listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ, and KPRZ. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, if you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. I am David Ross, along with Mark Mahady and George Allman from Walter Anderson Nursery. I don't know if I've even mentioned that today.
3: It's, it comes in in the, in the beginning, so I know. people know. It's a little and,
2: different than, than Auto Talk.
3: A little bit different. You had mentioned citrus, but before you said citrus, you were talking about your mulch, that you yes. put another layer of mulch. And I think I shared to you shared that we just received our fifth chip drop. So we have a lot of mulch. Hmm. And so it's a great app if you, um,
2: you... You don't have to one-up me, George. Everybody knows you no, have no, no, mulch. No,
3: no, it's no, no, okay. no, no, no. I'm not You're trying to... About, I want to let yeah, other people that. know that they're, the, the opportunity to get that free mulch is, is out there, and it, it works really what well. What is the app? Chip. It's called Chip Drop, and you can do it on your computer, um, and you just... It's a, a local service. You put your name, that you're willing to take anything that these folks have, the trim, tree trimmers. And if they're in your neighborhood and you're on the app and they have a load, rather than going and dispose of it, right. they'll drop it in your yard.
2: That is fantastic. I and, am going to reach we, out to your, the tree trimmer you sent to me first. but
3: um, and, and we were on it for two years and never received anything. Just, you know, just, oh, well, nothing, right. nothing, nothing. Once we received a note back saying... We came by, but your palm tree was in the way, which struck us as odd because I don't like palm trees and we don't have any. <laughs> but, um, but then a couple of weeks ago, the first one showed up, and then later that week, another one, and, and we just had our fifth in, wow. in about a 15-day a period.
2: That was right after the tropical storm. Right after storm. the storm, yeah. yeah. So there must have been some extra yeah, Extra work, term. and they
3: were nearby. But, but going back to citrus, there, you were mentioning citrus and...
2: Citrus leaf miner. Citrus leaf miner. It minor. has exploded, but late. Normally it's here from mid to late May. Didn't show up until July this year?
3: July or August. Early August, late July at our place. Yeah. And so, I was thinking it was because I was so... Diligent? Diligent about spraying. I got out there and sprayed in June, and it was keeping it at bay, and I was negligent in spraying it the second It's just because they time, weren't there. Perhaps right. they weren't there. I'd like to say that they were there, and I kept that first round... At bay. Not that it mattered. You can live because, in fantasy land. That's totally not, not fine. Not that it mattered because they could, came with a vengeance, and and our trees we, are really.
2: We could deal with reality, or we could, you know, do it your way, whichever way you want to do it.
3: <laughs> I've heard it both ways.
2: Okay. Your um, way and the right way. But I did actually use some spinosad, my Captain Jack's dead bug brew this year, and I waited until the foliage was destroyed and <laughs> right. looked awful. But when I sprayed. Then, the next couple of leaves that came out came out clean, and then I ignored it for another month and, then they, and, and they started getting bad, and I sprayed again um,
3: well it, it's this. it's rolling into November October here, and usually they're gone by November, so hopefully even though they had a late start, that they will leave at the regular time frame right so David's trying to take a call here. it looks like
2: he's having cursor issues, but here we go um. Kara, good morning, and Poway, how are you?
6: Yes, uh, fine. I just want to say how delightful it is this first day of fall to be able to start the day with um, all your humor and yeah. and being able to kind of go with you, you know, on your trip in and see that uh, beautiful scene at Mount Helix and then, you know, all all the fun things, the banter back and forth and, uh, just, I just want to thank you because I, I, I go to your Poway store and I need a quick gift and I go in there and the other day my sister-in-law is battling ovarian cancer and I just went in there and there's a beautiful fuchsia plant and they, you know, went, got a pretty pot and then a, a special little stick that has set on it that uh, about love growing and. And, and then, you know, got one of those wonderful cards that you have up by the cash register, that artist that's in San Diego, and they love hummingbirds, so I got a little hummingbird, and his watercolor. And, you know, the people are just so helpful, and, and all the, all the, that you provide, it's just wonderful, and I just wanted to thank you, and uh, just... Uh, you know, you, you you add so much. I, I think there's so many people enjoying you this morning that aren't gonna, you know, really call in, but um it's it's so much that you know, you can be I mean, I grew up in, in Alley Gardens and my dad had um, you know, George was talking about the the um, you know, the his along his fence, the fuchsia. Not the fuchsia. What, what was it? The bougainvillea. Yeah. And my dad had one that went all over our whole garage and everybody would go by and say, my goodness, what a plant. And we had, uh, so I just, this, it brings back good memories. And then talking about the, the air show that, you know, that started and we're here in the course, in Poway and seeing the wonderful blue angels. And, and so I'm just calling, thanking you for your family business and, uh, and the wonderful ways in which you guys add to our Saturday mornings and, and, and the helpfulness. Oh my goodness. I bring in, I sometimes house sit for my brother and his wife and, and their cat. And, and then I notice something's on their rose. So I take it in and, and the people there, they put it under a microscope and they show me what I need to spray and do. And so this is just a thank you call.
2: Thank you very, very much, Kara.
3: That's very kind of you.
2: The preceding was a paid announcement. <laughs> that was that was absolutely lovely. Next time you come into the nursery, say hello, okay? I'm there Tuesday through Saturday. George is there Wednesday through Saturday. Well, Wednesday through Friday. I I
6: see you guys because I hear your voices. <laughs> yeah.
2: That is the sweetest thank thing you. that you could ever say to anyone yeah. on any day, especially the first day of autumn. Thanks, Kara. Uh,
3: thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay, bye.
2: Bye-bye. Well, I think we should for. retire. I think, I think that's it, that's right there.
3: You know, <clears throat> was it a couple of Thanksgivings ago? We were talking about what we were grateful for, and I was talking about how much I enjoy many of our customers. That there's a camaraderie, right. a, a, a common passion in what we do, and there's a, a an example of that. That's a beautiful
2: yeah. example. I, yeah. I don't know what to that yeah. was. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> now, Alan, you've got a tough act to follow, but good morning. How are you this Hi. morning?
0: Uh good morning. I it was nice to hear your mother call in.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the check is in the mail, Mom. How yes, can we help um,
2: you this morning?
0: Well, um I was in uh, I noticed in, in my garden there are uh, uh, plants, especially as sunflowers, um that weren't uh growing. They only grew up so far, and then the leaves are all on the tops, all the new leaves were getting curled up. And um my wife noticed underneath uh, one of the leaves, finally, because I would water them and everything and all that and uh, give them fertilizer. And uh, they had these black, little black bugs squished underneath. Which she squished them. And I took them into your um, you know your Point Loma uh, store. And the gentleman looked at him under that uh, device,' it's sort of like a microscope, you know that, that enlarges it on the screen. That's, that's a neat little device. And you could, there was, I just brought one leaf in. There was like 50 of these little black aphids underneath there. He said, Oh, those are black aphids. And you could see them crawling around, and they're different sizes, and there were dead ones. I couldn't believe how many were in that, that leaf. So uh, I said, What do I do? And he, he sold me um, a bottle of year round spray oil. And my question is on there, that they have a multitude of, of languages. On the on the package, on the bottle. I mean, in in the instructions, and they're in the finest print on earth. And the, and the thing is, they don't they don't tell you how the frequency of what to do, at all. Okay, you ready? They tell you a mixture in ounces um, per gallon, and the, um if you can read ten different languages, <laughs> the, you it's, know, it's so it's, it looks like a lawyer got a hold of them exactly. And, well, it's and, for
2: and, for like. DMV too, you know it's yeah. the same yeah. <laughs> same kind of a thing. But here's the here's the way to do it with the frequency. Do you know what the two word phrase is, George or Mark? Or as, needed. as as needed as needed. As needed. Right. The horticultural oil does a pretty good job of smothering them as long as you coat them well and get it on there. And if you followed up in a week or two with a second one, you could probably take care of most remnants. And then wait until you see them again.
0: Okay, they are they were uh, they're terrible.
3: They are yeah. There's a specific. Uh, it's called a sunflower aphid actually that, that gets on there. And just as a helpful hint, something I do all the time because I agree with you on the, the labeling is I go to the website for the manufacturer and I pull the label up on my computer in a PDF because you can get it on their websites and then I I download it and I read it on my computer
0: so o- I, I can see. Old people eyes. Yeah, exactly. so I can see it. Oh, okay. That's a That's a really good idea because. Uh, yeah, my was, god, this thing! You see how fine the print is. It's crazy. Um, but I, I put a magnifying glass on it, and then I discover it and I try to figure out each language because <laughs> it. it's two—it's two sheets, front and back. Yeah, usually and they're about—they're about ten inches long, twelve inches long.
4: Yeah, that's where the you computer know? screen comes in yeah, handy. Usually, when I open up the label, anyway, I, I rip it and I. So yeah, if you can. Download it on your computer; easier to read.
2: If you put that into normal size print, it would be a full size novel. Each exactly. of those little labels.
0: Yes, well, they have to put it in all these different languages. Yeah. Like, good grief! Really <laughs> just but try English first.
2: the The horticulture oil doesn't have any uh, residual effect. It kills on contact by smother. Well, not on contact. It kills by smothering what it contacts. So, just thorough coverage is the most important thing there, and then. Follow up in a week and look and see if you still have fresh aphids on there. If you do, spray it again. If you don't, just How keep goes, an eye on it.
0: Yeah. Well, I put it. I put two ounces in the bottle of um, that uh, comes with uh, when you spray. Um, oh, what's that fertilizer that you put in the you so put in the bottle? Miracle Grow in the, the Miracle Grow bottle. Miracle-Gro Miracle-Gro yeah, I put it in the Miracle Grow bottle, and then sprayed it on it.
2: Okay, you know? that
4: yeah
2: while it may have worked yeah. is probably not the best course of action because you don't know at what rate that Miracle Girl bottle is is right. distributing that oil. Dilute, so it, oh, it's diluting it. It, yeah. it may or may not have not done much. That, yeah. Two ounces in there. Well, if it worked, great. Exactly. But you probably want to use a, a metered bottle so that you know the dilution rate so that it gets on there in the proper
0: amount. Okay. Yeah, because on the Miracle Girl, they don't they uh, seem to have forgotten to put the well, is amount, they, how many ounces of right. water is in there? Right.
3: Yeah. Too I little. Too little is is a waste of your money spraying, and and obviously too much will burn the plant. It, it'll uh, coat it too heavily.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's that miracle bottle. will sprays really well. I mean, geez, that's that's a good. Yes,
2: but at the Miracle Grow rate, which right. may or may not be consistent with that's the that. horticultural
0: oil right. rate. Well, I've f- got a, a hand one that doesn't. It's not powered. You fill it up and you. That that would
2: it. that would be, That'd be the way better, to go yeah. for next time? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's right. that's what I'll do, and I'll I'll see if it works. You know, that is that the best spray though? The I mean, the best uh, oil the year round.
2: Yeah. Yes, actually, um, I
0: yes.
3: Yeah, horticultural is horticultural
2: is oil is a great. And product can, and the year-round oil spray is a yeah. great product. I use the Monterey, but the year-round is excellent as well.
3: It Kills a myriad number of plant of uh, insects. You'll be fine.
2: Thanks for the call, Alan.
0: Okay, we have to. Thank you. We're going have to. Bye. Have a good day, you guys. You thanks too. very thank much. You. you too. Bye bye.
2: Oh, I was hitting the wrong button. Hmm. Uh, you're listening to Garden Talk on AM 1170 KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take our last break, and we'll be back with more right after this. with the last quarter hour of garden talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. I have to go back to Kara's call for a moment because sometimes people, well, actually sometimes anybody can get down or be going through things. And it's a call like that, that can make you understand and appreciate. I guess we aren't all bad. No. How's that? Is that a, is that, a totally. that was the sweetest thing ever. I thought when Alan called about his sunflowers, it was going to be because they started sprouting again uh, after the storm that went through. Did you guys have any sunflowers sprout? I None know. that I noticed. I noticed. You
3: know, I know what, what I did notice? Corn. We have corn growing everywhere. So something must have stolen some of our um, corn off of our corn stalks and now it's growing underneath peach trees. It's growing. are you sure it's corn? Oh yeah, it's, and not millet or something no, no, it's, that looks it's, like it. No, it's it's growing because I found corn husks in the same area. Ah, so
2: ratones
3: uh, or squirrels. The squirrels take a lot of stuff too in the daytime. Yeah. It's a never-ending battle. It is.
2: It's a never-ending battle. That's why we need to sell and move into an apartment in the city.
3: <laughs> oh, I could never do that. I would go crazy.
2: Green Acres. All right, let's see how we can do. We've had good calls so far this morning. I'm not trying to put any extra pressure on you, Dwayne, but you've got two good calls to follow. See how you do.
5: No problem.
2: (laughs) What's going on with your hibiscus?
5: Well, like I was saying, I preface this with the fact that I am not a gardener, um, but I have a a hibiscus that's huge, and I need to prune it, I guess, and I need to, and it has white flies. Okay. So it's like seven, eight feet tall, and it's about six feet wide, uh, long and three feet wide. It's out of control, so I guess previously it had been pruned as a shrub or a hedge or something, and I, and then at the bottom of it, maybe about I don't know, less than a quarter of it or whatever has white flies from the bottom up.
4: Well, good thing about hibiscus is you can pretty much do what you need to do to it. If you, I mean, you know how far you want to cut it back? I mean, you can cut it back pretty substantially.
5: Yeah, I need I need to cut it back pretty substantial to get it under control.
4: Okay. Well,
2: what, one of the better ways to control whitefly on there is to physically remove them by cutting it back. So if you intend to do that anyway, do that first. Right. Cut cut mm-hmm. as much of it as you want because it will come back out. And then what would you guys treat well, my, it with? my
3: first question would be is are you an organic gardener or not? If you're organic, then I would use, you know, either insecticidal soap or the aforementioned uh, horticultural oil. If you're not concerned about that and there's nothing edible around it, there are systemics you can pour in the ground that will yeah. get up inside and fight the whitefly from inside the plant.
2: Have have either of you guys tried the non-insecticidal method of worm castings? I have, uh,
4: I have not, but I've been told by several or I I have. That...
3: We we put a a large I put a large uh, mulch base of worm castings under a hibiscus that was perpetually inundated with whitefly. And Those are
0: two big words for you,
2: perpetually yeah, and especially inundated. Especially with my raspy voice. But yeah. um,
3: they. after a couple months, they were gone. And I and it's been there for about three or four years. And I've not had white fly reinfest that plant.
4: Okay. Well, that's a so, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's
3: you know, I, It has worked for me. I, I know it works for other people. It, it has something to do with the chitins in the shell of the white fly and something in the, in the worm castings. But it works very well if you want to put a layer of mulch of worm castings.
1: And then you don't it,
2: have to spray it all
3: or or you could do a two-fold attack you can hit it with oil prune it hit it with oil to get any residual and put some worm castings down and and you should be okay if you want to go in as an organic method
5: I am like I said I'm not a gardener so right okay so, so, At- and there's no there's no edibles around it but whatever is best I don't know yeah okay. it's yeah The the sprays
2: uh, that were mentioned are still probably the best. I guess you could use the Bio Advanced Insect Mite and Disease to take care of it. But the easiest thing would be to go pick up a bag of worm
4: castings, and after you Mm -hmm. cut it back, you put those down and put put the worm castings over the soil. Yeah,
2: and water them in, and that should clear up the problem for you.
5: Worm casting, yes. All right, and I, can, and I can prune it back pretty aggressively. Yes, oh, you absolutely, can. Yeah. you can. Yeah, they're, Even maybe. at this time of year.
4: Yeah, yeah, I mean, theoretically, I mean, you're going okay. in a cooler season, but, yeah, it may not grow quick as quickly through the cooler weather, but it'll come back with a vengeance.
5: Okay. All right, appreciate
2: the answer. All righty, thanks for the call, Dwayne. All right. Have a good weekend. Yeah, I... Don't, you know I don't have any hibiscus,
3: We just put two yeah. small ones in um, in a spot to get some more color actually i should say shouldn't say that to get more different color, right. because we have a ton of colorful plants there, but we something a little bit different with a different flower.
4: yeah, hibiscus are so i mean they are susceptible to the white fly, but they're so once they start growing, they're so bulletproof really I was going mean, to say
3: yeah they, that's the only real pest that right. that I've, I've encountered on them is yeah. is the white fly otherwise they they're pretty bulletproof.
2: And aphids on the new growth. I, I, yeah,
3: I haven't had too bad of a problem with that. I they mean, it does flowers, happen. Yeah. Yeah, you but, better
2: knock on wood when you say that, or you're going to go home and have aphids all over the yeah, place. Yeah,
3: got aphids on other things.
2: All right. Um, we were talking about citrus a while ago, and then we got sidetracked by the nicest call ever. <laughs> um, but we had a a new HLB find. Or, no, yes. Sort kind of. of. Kind of. Kind of. The.
3: the bacteria was found in some psyllids in Ventura County.
2: And those, that's the first right. find in, and in they were, Ventura County. were traps County. where
3: they were trapping them. And, and then,
2: but, but you said there was no trees found, right?
3: At that point, there were no trees, but they found the infected insect, which means there's a chance that some tree within that neighborhood probably, probably has been infected. It's probably a
2: likely rather than a, a chance. And right. the reason that there would be a delay there is they can't, Say they found an infected tree until they confirm it, and those tests take much longer than to determine that the bugs have the disease. Right. So likely there's trees now in Ventura County. Fortunately, our quarantine here in the heart of San Diego up in the Rancho Bernardo area has not been expanded. Right. Um, classes george
3: in san diego at nine o'clock water saving techniques with james and poway organic insect control with me and hopefully my voice holds out for that
2: i'm sure it will (laughs) if not i'll be there to harass you all right you have been listening to garden talk here on am 1170 kcbq have a great weekend everybody
1: Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to expert at walteranderson.com. That's expert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery.